The storm has arrived. Jay Cargill finally makes her long-awaited debut in the WWE. What is next for her whilst we talk about her debut, the returns, and everything else that happened over Royal Rumble weekend? Stay tuned. This is Wrestle Extra. Yo, 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 this is Wrestle Extra. I'm your boy, A Dazzle, the Black Wrestling Advocate, always joined by my trios team, the Real House of Black, Mex, the WrestleManiac, if you will. Yeah. And of course, the omnipresent, the all knowledgeable Gerard Bonner. Um, let me start this show by saying four very simple. Oh, words. before I, you do it, before you do it, before you do it, I knew Saturday night that this moment was going to happen. Now you go ahead and have your moment and then I'm going to follow I mean, it up, but have, have your moment. Go because ahead. it doesn't happen enough. It doesn't happen often enough uh, for, for me, at least for me, at least <laughs> I told you so <laughs> Jade <laughs> made her, um, Debut finally after um, I think three four months ago she signed with WWE um, in September of 2023. The much publicized, much talked about um, signing of Jade Cargill to WWE, um, the first signing under the T under the TKO banner. Um, Jade made her debut at the Royal Rumble, also in the form that I said it would happen. A dominant Nia Jax in the Women's Royal Rumble would be confronted by Jade. Um, it was done for me in an almost perfect way. Given 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 the discussion that we had last week mm-hmm. and the way it was done, um, and obviously you guys' thoughts were not necessarily the opposite, but you were kind of, you know, um, wanting it to be a little bit more, you know, I think, Gerard, you said something about her probably possibly being overshadowed because it's been done in a Royal Rumble match. Um, there were suggestions of probably waiting um, until the Raw after Mania and all that kind of stuff. So give me your thoughts on, one, how it, how it felt to see her debut, and then two, in hindsight, given everything, you know, after the, the, the madness has kind of calmed down, do you, do you feel, how do you feel about the way Jade was introduced to us um, in the WWE? Gerard, I'll go with you first. Okay. Uh... So, so how did they do it? Um, I thought they did it pretty much perfectly, honestly. Um, it's interesting. Now, I wish we had the footage. We probably could go back and see it. Um, mm-hmm. When we first had her, when she was first signed and we were talking about where would she end up, I think we all were in agreement at that point that the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble was the right place. And yeah. I think it wasn't really until the last couple of weeks where we, I, I know Mex and I, for sure me, just felt like it didn't have to happen then because so much has been going on and we wanted to make sure she was right. And we weren't sure. We didn't have any evidence one way or the other whether this would be right for her. Um, I feel like it was done perfectly. My concern initially was 
that she'd be overpowered with star power. Mm. But bringing her in at number 28 allowed us to get through a mm. lot of some of the star power that was already there, which we'll talk about a little bit later. It put her in in a spot where she didn't have to go 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. It put her in um, where, again, the story that was told with Naya, with Naya being so dominant early on in the Royal Rumble, for her to be the one to stand up to her, lift her up by herself, like all, it was just done perfectly. You know, I'm sure we'll get into the stare down, but that was the nice tease that we needed. Not too much, just enough for us to go, oh my God, this is really happening. And then to see her put hands on people she's never put hands before, like Becky Lynch. To see her put hands on, you know, the returning Trinity slash Naomi, which we'll talk about. You know, to see her do all of those things. And then I, I do know that I said before, if she was to do this, she had to be final four. And for her to be final three, mm was perfect and then the way she was eliminated like it was just i just felt like for all of our concerns about how it would happen it was done perfectly i i, I have no complaints with the way that jade cargill debuted um mix we've seen the reactions um of the of from the rest teams boys doing a, a watch along um you jumped out you see almost lost your voice um, I, I saw people ripping their shirts in the background. All, all sorts of madness was going on. Um, but how do you feel now, given the way it was done, all the rest of it? Um, and, and, and in your mind, can you think of how, how things can be done with Jade kind of moving forward? And I guess maybe in the immediate future, is it going to take you know, another couple of months to we'll see her again? Like, what, what are you thinking? I mean, yeah, just to piggyback off Gerard, I thought like, They've done such a good job. I, I up till the day, the moment, you know, I'm sitting next to guys that are saying, "Ah, oh, Jade's gonna show up at this," and I'm just like, "Jade's not showing up today. It's not happening." Mm. Um, maybe that's me managing my expectations, but I truly thought it wasn't going to happen. And then mm -hmm. you hear this almost perfect rendition of her music, like yeah, to the point where if they went any closer, it's like, yeah, someone's gonna have to say something to Mikey Rockers because they're, they're copying your music over here, <laughs> right? But like. Right perfect rendition that it is like it you know the fans recognized it and i feel like even in a stadium that a lot has been said over the last 72 hours or so of you know pops weren't loud and all of that kind mm. of stuff because mm. of maybe how high the ceiling was yeah you heard jade's reaction like right. when you know we finally saw it right. together so amazing moment for her and um to go in there do mix it up with the nayas and stuff you know dump naya out and Basically gets Becky's seal of approval right next to her. Right. Even that though she ended up, you know, eliminating Becky inadvertently mm. as well. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of disappointed she wasn't on Raw last night. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. I know there's only a certain amount of places that we can, you know, put these people in. Um, they had a lot to deal with, obviously, around the title picture and Punk's injury. So I understand that. Um, but I think from the fact that you know we done the whole Andrade signing with um mm -hmm. with with uh Raw, mm -hmm. um which on another note it's great to see Andrade back but in terms mm -hmm. of his rumble performance I don't think it merited that segment he was mm -hmm. in the rumble for maybe 20-ish right, 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 right. minutes mm -hmm. and 
respectfully did next to nothing. Mm, Whereas mm. you had Jade return, you know, get rid of a returning um, Naomi, mm-hmm. um, uh, Becky Lynch, who is the, probably the biggest female star in the company, mm-hmm. and Nia Jax, who they've built up to be, you know, the irresistible force and stuff like that. So mm. if there's, it's like, if there's anyone you're kind of kind of fight over and then tease the opposite general manager that you've got them, it probably should be Jade, I right. would think. Mm. Now, I won't drop the gun on that. Then obviously Nick Aldis came in, they've done the whole Bron Breaker thing, so they've completely skipped over Jade. I think they've or announced on socials. I mean, right now, right now, to our yeah. to our face. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. yeah. Mm. So um they've announced on socials, I think Naomi's gonna be on SmackDown and they'll probably have yeah. a piece on Friday to confirm that. That's correct. So is is she gonna be on NXT? Because I would like to think for the noise you made about her to bring her out in the rumble, um, mm. and then like I say, to not give her this kind of spot. But you've you you rightly done the Bron Breaker thing. Bron Breaker was mm. brilliant. Five minutes he was in there. Brilliant. Is it only five minutes? Brilliant. Five minutes. That's incredible. That's incredible what he did. Wow. Five minutes, and this is what I mean. Look at the impact he made in wow. five minutes. Wow, wow, Whereas wow. the likes of Andrade, what was his impact after like twenty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's people that were on the main roster like Shinsuke Nakamura was in there for like 20 minutes did mm-hmm. nothing so mm-hmm. it's like we've we've given the likes of Braun the likes of Jade you know X amount of time and they've done so well in that time they should I feel be occupying these spots like everyone's talking about them after the Rumble we didn't mm-hmm. see it on Raw um, we can I can assume maybe NXT and you know some of us will still argue yeah she does need a run in NXT and all of that kind of stuff um just for her own development although they are making a pretty big deal of her right um right. maybe it's smackdown I don't know I think that's the only thing that's a bit um what's the word I just say I'm anxious I'm anxious to see mm. you know obviously NXT is tonight so we'll see if she mm. kind of shows up there but um yeah I'm anxious to see where she lands I don't think we can we should go a whole week without her kind of being at least mentioned, at least say she's going to be on Raw next week or something, mm, if that's mm, the case. Mm, mm. But she should definitely be mentioned. They gave her a little video package, if I remember correctly, on Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that did. was about it. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they did that. But yeah, it, it, it was missing some kind of, you know, even if it was a backstage segment um, or her coming out to confront someone um, last night. Because even with Nia Jack's almost randomly attacking Rhea Ripley. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like but you the one that got thrown out by Jade. Why are you here? But You know what I mean? I know she was dominant and she had most eliminations in that match yes, um, on Saturday. But um, it just, it, as, as Mex was saying, it kind of just feels as though they've missed an opportunity to a point. But in that same breath, as you said, you've got Andrade. You've got Braun. If you then had, if you had all of those three kind of making appearances on Raw yesterday, it probably would have felt overkill. Someone would have been overshadowed. Something mm-hmm. would have been missed. Something would have been rushed. Something mm-hmm. like that. Um, in terms of where she ends up, I would still actually be quite surprised given the spot um, in the Rumble um, and all the rest of it. I would actually still be quite surprised if she's not on the main roster. Um, well... I, yeah. If if I can respond to that, it's interesting that those late entries this year mm-hmm. were dominated by NXT. Very true. Whether it was Roxanne Perez, Tiffany Stratton, who I believe was like number twenty nine, as well. You know, brilliant. So 
And it's interesting because maybe we can read the tea leaves by Nia Jax going after Rhea last night instead of True. coming out and challenging Jade. True. It may True. be to say, okay, you had a great NXT showing, going to act like that didn't happen and go after the world title. Meanwhile, you could make a case for Jade going and making that NXT women's division even stronger. You know, mm -hmm. I think the thing that we have to, there are a couple of things that have to happen. We cannot get Jade and Bianca too soon. No, definitely and not. one of the ways that you keep that apart is to have them on two completely separate brands. Mm -hmm. If Jade ends up on NXT and cooks for a while, we settle that particular issue, you mm -hmm. know? So I think a strong showing in, in, the, in the Royal Rumble is great for Jade. But I, I totally believe that NXT would not be a bad move for her at all because mm. we still have to remember for all that we've waited, you know, three, four months in the performance center does not make up for two years of barely having regular activity on multi, you know, multiple times in a given week. Mm -hmm. So I think the NXT spot would really give her a chance to hone that craft because again, she came in at number 27. She didn't have to spend a lot of time and there were a lot of people in there, lots of things getting our attention. Mm -hmm. What happens when she goes one-on-one? -on -one? Are we sure that she's ready right now to go one-on-one -on -one with Nia Jax? She can lift her, yes, but can she hang in the ring with her? I think putting her in there in NXT, which let's not you know discredit NXT's women's division. It is mm -hmm. stacked. So mm. she can last there and do well in that crew, yeah. Then then it'll be time to bring her up. Um, if she ends up in NXT, I almost feel as though she would have to be used in a very similar way as they're doing with Obafemi right now, in the sense where it's just dominance. Um, and as and as great as the the women's division is right now, and people can hang and all the rest of it. I, I just feel as though she's on she's she's in this space where she probably should be on main roster, but probably isn't ready to be on main roster based on ability. Everything else, main roster. Ability, probably not. So she's in this space where I feel as though she's almost gonna be above everyone. Um and for her to have losses against the likes of, I don't know, um Fallon Henley and you know, and, and, and a few let me, let me, let me stop like, you there. Let me stop, let me stop you there. She don't, she don't need to lose. This yeah, is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. What? This is what I'm saying. It has to be like the Obafemi type of thing where it's just dominance. That's fair. One name comes to mind as you were saying all of that. Mm -hmm. Karrion Cross. Mm. Remember mm. how Karrion Cross came in? Yes. He was who he was. It's yes. like it was all aura. I, you know, people talk about his wrestling ability for what his character was. I felt it was fine. People mm -hmm. always say that he could always be better in the ring or whatever the case yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, Fair enough. Um, they book her similar to that. Obviously not the spooky crap, but like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. just a, a dominant kind of person that comes in. You work with, at the time, he had all those better talents, the, the Adam Coles, all the indie True. darlings were all there. True. You know, work work with all those guys, the, the, the Tiffany's, the Roxanne Perez, the Blair Davenport's. Mm -hmm. um, God knows. There's there's names. There's names. There. There's even Name, the younger yeah. names that are still, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, you know, maybe on par, if not above her in terms of ability. The Kalani mm -hmm. Jordans and stuff yep. like that. Mm. Like, there's many people she can, Keanu she can go through. Mm -hmm. Kiana James, another one. Like, and I think the biggest thing going into Rumble weekend that I noticed is that 
like we we seen the crossover, the Carmelo Hayes on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. We saw Trick Williams on SmackDown. Mm, Trick did. Williams turned mm. that building upside down. I couldn't believe did. them people were either. saying that trick. I couldn't. So believe you it. Lot are watching. So the crossover mm-hmm. is is real now. Like yes, yeah. you know the disconnect of of the the past days of bringing NXT people up and people not knowing who they are or whatever the case mm-hmm. is. It's going. Mm-hmm. It yeah. may not be completely gone. It's going. Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. confident. To, Roxanne Perez obviously featured in the Rumble last year as well. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Stratton got a big reaction when she came out at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. crossover is working. Yeah, Jade is. It's almost protected. It's a foolproof plan, to be honest. We put her yeah. in NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. she can be the yeah. biggest star in NXT. Yep. Learn practice of all these ladies, and her star is intact. Mm-hmm. it's even going to be maybe bigger like where have you been by the time you come back to right. main roster sort of mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. and of yeah. course like they're doing with Carmelo when needed they can just pop her in here yeah. and there to just kind of freshen things up um, mm-hmm. on the main roster you know oh I'm sorry one of the things that NXT has not had in the last easy three four years has been a mega star in the women's division mm. Um, we've you know in almost every iteration of it we've been able to talk about the men and what they've been able to do but you know really since we've had the four horsewomen leave nxt there hasn't been like this mega star Mm -hmm. on the women's side there have been standouts but not Mm -hmm. like eo sky was a standout but she wasn't the mega star the closest thing we got came from the main roster with uh mandy rose during that 2.0 space you know what i mean that's Mm. the closest thing we got but she was already on the main roster so i think jade cargill in nxt would check off a certain box that hasn't been checked and let's remember with all that's been going on in the last you know couple of months with media rights and the like they've got to get nxt ready to go on broadcast television in the states in october okay Mm. so with it being pretty clear that several of your big stars are leaving, like a Braun Breaker, like mm-hmm. a Carmelo Hayes, and after Friday night, you got to think Trick Williams won't be far behind. Mm. You know, who's going to now carry the banner for NXT? Um, you need a Jade Cargill in NXT. If, if no longer than the opening sweeps period of that first month, get her, get her from now through october november and then let her make her rise up to to the main roster but uh she needs i think that time and i think nxt needs it as well yeah um i think i'm hearing all of that and it it makes a lot of sense it makes a lot of sense for nxt for jade um even for the rest of the ladies in 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 nxt as well at the moment um you know the likes of tiffany stratton roxanne perez you know there's there's no rush as, as, as much as I believe both of them could be put into the main roster now, the current women's division, the main roster, kind of just feels it's it's there, there, there would be no real space for them. Right. You know what I mean? It's not because they're not ready. It's not because they're not good enough. There, there just wouldn't be a space. It'd almost a be like a waste. Hour. Yeah, yeah a it'd be a waste. Um, so to still have them ladies down, um, down in NXT with Jade as well, um, yeah, and all that attention and the way they could build that that division up even more than it already is um, mm-hmm. sounds very very good. Um, let's go back to the Royal Rumble, and of course, the the number two entrant was the returning <laughs> Naomi um, 
formerly known as Trinity, but also formerly known as Naomi, but now known mm -hmm. as Naomi. Um, okay. The former um, TNA Knockouts um, World Champion was in there. Um, she was actually joined by the current Knockouts um, Champion, Jordan Grace, which was amazing. And what a moment it was when they mm -hmm. the two hugged in the ring and then just started mm -hmm. battering each other. That was <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. As we've as we've kind of mentioned already said. Um, it's news now that uh, Naomi is, you know, fully with WWE and is heading to, to SmackDown. No real surprise, as that's where her, her husband, Jimmy Uso, is as well. Um, in terms of, you know, me, me, and, me and Gerard have, have, have said, you know, we kind of wanted Naomi to kind of stick around in TNA for a little bit longer and all that kind of thing. The moment... And what she did in, in, in the match was brilliant. But I'll be very honest, and I'm going to get your opinion on this, um, Gerard. I don't know where they put her moving forward. That's the fear. This is going to get very interesting. In, and I think yesterday on WWT Live, I asked the same question. Mm. Where does she go from here? Now, before I answer that, I want to say perhaps Trinity, which, by the way, they did such a good job with labeling her as Trinity that it's hard to call her Naomi again. Like, it's mm. very weird, but very it's literally like Trinity. No, Naomi. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Naomi, who was known as Trinity, who's now known as Naomi, whose real name is Trinity, but she's Naomi. She... <laughs> had such an honorable way in which she left TNA. Yes. And the way in which they all supported her and said so many nights, like we haven't seen a transition from one brand to another like that in a long, long mm. time. Mm. Usually it's been contentious or it's been, oh, well, we can't congratulate them because they did, you know, whatever. So that was really special to see. Uh, my concerns prior to Saturday um, still exist. Mm -hmm. And those concerns are where do we where do we feature her? How do we feature her? Um, here's someone who has come from spending most of her time away as a world champion. She's now coming to be part of a very stack, I mean, raw or smackdown, very stacked place. You know, on Raw, of course, you've got to deal with the issue of Rhea Ripley. Uh, what I can say about both brands, which is great, is that there are other stories that are being told yep. besides the stories around the world championship, which mm -hmm. is really, really good. The problem is coming in as a former world champion, not being treated that well when she left. The question is, what are the stories that can be told right now? Um, and I don't know. Now, I, I saw somebody, I don't remember who, mentioned that now would be the perfect time for the WWE to insert a mid-card championship in the women's division. And I think if they did that, mm -hmm. we now have the right story mm -hmm. for Naomi. Because the problem we have right now on SmackDown is Bailey's the Royal Rumble winner. 
We're mm-hmm. all looking to figure out who she's going to choose. Is she going to choose EO? Is she going to choose Rhea? The world title picture is pretty locked up because if she doesn't choose Rhea, then Rhea's got to deal with either Becky or Naya, probably both at some point. Mm-hmm. Where do we put Naomi? That's the question. I'm not sure of the answer, to be perfectly honest with you. I just hope that they can create some really compelling stories so that when we get to WrestleMania, she's in a meaningful matchup, in a meaningful story. Um, I don't know when we'll see her around the world title. Uh, and I I don't want to get my hopes. This is hard because I don't want to get my expectations to say she needs to be in the world title picture when mm-hmm. I know it's crowded right now. But if she's not in a world title picture or around a championship, what are we doing? I feel like we're going to have to wait six months to a year before we really get to see where this can go. The only hope I have is that she re-signed for a reason. She had to have Mm -hmm. something in place that Mm -hmm. would say to her, whatever her needs or concerns were, would be handled. We'll find out what they are. Uh, Mix, I see your brain is ticking away. Go for it. Go for it. I'm just um, trying to take a look at the SmackDown women's roster. Mm-hmm. Um, just to run through some names. Alba Fire and Isla Dawn are obviously in a tag team. Mm-hmm. Asuka currently in a tag team. B-Fab, we haven't seen you know, much of. Two months or so, yeah. Um, yeah, Bianca Belair, again, that's someone, a single star will need something to do at um, WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair's on the shelf right now. Dakota Kai is currently injured too. Eosky is the champion. Kairi Sane in a tag team with Asuka. Then we've got Meechin, Scarlett, Shotzi, Tamina, and Zelina Vega. So immediately, when it comes to like single stars that are available at the top of that division, Bailey will obviously have the world title match, like we said. And then it's actually Bianca and Naomi. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. would be the other two you expect to be on the WrestleMania card that are not currently or don't currently have a clear picture of what they would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bianca versus now, Naomi doesn't appeal to me and I don't, I wouldn't want to see that um, at all. So. It doesn't appeal. I guess right now there isn't enough there. We're mm-hmm. still, you know, the best part of 65 days or so out from WrestleMania. Of course. So they've, they've got time to build a little something if they could. People have called for Naomi to be in the bloodline. I'm sure we called for it one once upon a time. Um, that the 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 ship has probably sailed because bloodline are probably coming towards an end right now. Um, as as a, as the new lease of life, and to release the shackles of this glow character, maybe a change in persona could be what Naomi needs. Maybe having um, you know she beats some of these other jabroni names on the women's division and goes into a WrestleMania match as a heel against Bianca. Because I guess right now it's not really clear what Bianca does, although we all know she has to be there. Mm. That could be something you do. Maybe, I don't know, a jealousy angle. Like I was, I was the the first black woman to come through and you know, you got this Hulu deal and this and the other. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not thinking. I'm just saying something. Oh Lord, please no, please no. Something, something that kind of 
irks her about maybe Bianca's success or something because that's going to be all over the place within the next week or so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously her, her husband's a heel, like, you know, if you want to kind of marry that up, it, it makes sense to a degree. But I think what's important now is that we, for her to come back, like Gerard said, there's a, has to be a reason why she's come back. She's been happy to come back. Like she can't come back to be doing what she was doing before. Like even that her tag team partner's gone. So I think a situation where a change of character, because Bailey will probably be a face sooner or later, that mm-hmm. then drives her towards that world title picture. Even if, you know, the first attempt at it is a failure, she can circle around, become more vicious. I, I think probably that's what I want to see because I don't know what else she could be doing on SmackDown. It's too lazy for me to say, you know, put her and Jimmy together or something like that. Although I love a wrestling couple. I absolutely love one. I don't, mm. I know that's not everyone's kettle of fish and you know what people may want to see from her returning, but I think something like that could be good. Oh, no yeet, no glow. Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I think it was Ibrahim in the chat has said something quite interesting, actually. And that's not too far from, from a possibility. Um, Naomi and Bianca as a tag team challenging the tag team champions at WrestleMania. I think it's a bigger, that would be, definitely be a bigger match than any other of the current um, women's tag teams who could, who could challenge the Kabuki, Kabuki Warriors. It's a possibility. Um, how we get there, who knows? Uh, why we get there, who knows? It just it, it would actually feel like one of those matches where it doesn't have to have the most compelling story. It could literally just mm-hmm. be damage control, uh, dominating everyone. Bianca's got history with them. Um, she needs she needs she needs some help. Naomi Naomi turns up. Boom! They're, they're, at, they're at WrestleMania. That that's actually quite a very easy. Mm-hmm. easy thing to do it's 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 too easy it's it's it's, mm, it's almost boring ish maybe like maybe. oh let's just put them together and you know they can do it and it's like you but i think especially because she left the company off the back of the tag team stuff with sasha banks it's literally like you just want to find the next black girl to team with <laughs> like and now yeah, you're in the yeah. same oh, division wow. sort of. yeah that would be a bit yeah that would be a bit funny as well actually to be fair but at the same time um as you said like it's it's probably too easy but given you know um the other stuff that's happening with the women at the top of the card what else do you do with them i, I can't see as much as there are still 65 days to go into wrestlemania which gives you more than enough time to start a new feud new story blah 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 um I think it's very difficult to find a space where we already have strong stories happening in, in at the top of the women's division at, at the moment already on both on both shows. Um, so maybe that might be that type of easy answer. It feels too easy. It feels a bit throwaway. Um, but I just can't see where else they're going to do this unless is is there going to be a women's elimination chamber match? Probably. Because that's the only other way either Bianca or Naomi end up in some kind of title picture. I can't see any other way. But that's still... I mean, the winner of that will probably be from Raw. Because Bailey has won the... Won it on the SmackDown side, yeah, yeah, won yeah. the Rumble. On the Maybe, side. but you know, she, last chooses... last year they didn't pay attention to that. Like, Rhea yeah. was Raw and she challenged uh, SmackDown. 
champion, that being uh, Charlotte at the time, and won the mm. title. WrestleMania is probably the one place where they allow those lines to be blurred a bit. So, but you know, um, it would be on the premise that you think Bailey's going to go after Rhea for the title, which I don't think she's going to do. But here's the here's the thing. Here's 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 the amazing thing that that WWE have done this year when it comes to uh, the Royal Rumble match and the winner and who they're going to face. Both Bailey uh, and Cody Rhodes, before they even stepped foot into the stadium for, for Royal Rumble, both told us who, who they wanted to face at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, the, what, what now happened already is they've both kind of like said, all right, Cody, I'm, I'm going for Roman. Bailey, I'm coming for Rhea because EO's got the title here. I'm going to get the title on Raw. We're all going to have a championship, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Mm-hmm. By the end of last night's Raw, both of them didn't know what they were doing. Right, right. So it's it's still up in the air how things can go. You know, she might still choose Rhea. It feels as though it's going to be an EO Sky thing and, you know, we're, we're going to get that. But then at the same time, I, I don't feel as though it's, we're in a place where that's set in stone. So as much as they're kind of pulling the wool over our eyes and the red herrings and whatever, whatever, it still feels as though there's a strong chance it could be either one. Um, so we'll 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 see. It's a lot going. There's a lot going on. There's another strange precedent that was set. I believe it was about two years ago, um, by a guy who probably isn't very popular right now. But um, let let's call him Trock Bresner, um, who had <laughs> this whole he had this whole thing where he won the Royal Rumble. And then cashed in his WrestleMania Royal Rumble win at the Elimination Chamber, jumped into the Elimination Chamber, won the title, obviously Mm -hmm. then went to unify it uh, with Roman Reigns. I wonder if there's some strange possibility that perhaps Bailey or somebody decides to do something similar. I don't know how or I don't know what. I, I don't know. But I think they could pull something that we haven't seen before or reach back to something that seems so unlikely. I don't know. I don't know. But to me, well, let me ask you guys this, which is more challenging, uh, inserting Bianca or Naomi into the title picture for WrestleMania or creating a compelling enough storyline so that they're in a match that doesn't involve a title and we're interested. And I mean, go on, go on. Maybe. I was going to say the difficult part for me is is working out what that is. I mean, there are so many. Obviously, you know, it's a it's a um, clean slate and blank page and stuff. But I just can't think of how they would do that. But there's plenty of time. Yeah, there's a, there's enough time to come up with a story. I I just I think because the world title picture has been it's. It's very, especially with the damage control side of things, EO Sky, mm-hmm. and now you know Bailey's become the, the number one contender, if you if you like it at WrestleMania. It's like it's the story is there already. Leave it alone. Don't mm-hmm. insert no one mm-hmm. in here. I don't mm-hmm. want to, I don't need to hear Charlotte's music playing and then she comes wandering down and she finds herself in a world type feature. Just it's these two. Like, let's leave it. Yeah. Like, so I would rather they come up with a story between the two of them even if you don't turn anyone and it's just like 
a competitive kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, we saw the Jordan Grace stuff with Bianca Belair um, that saw Jordan Grace's exit. And it's like, you know, maybe, I mean, I know they don't, probably don't want to talk too much about Jordan Grace on their programming, but it's like, I went over there. I, I challenged her. I held the belt over there, whatever the case is. And it's just like a friendly competition kind of thing between Naomi mm-hmm. and Bianca to mm. see, you know, does she measure up or I don't know. Like, it's very easy to give Naomi a microphone and let her go we, and cut a, a You People promo on, on Friday. We might be missing the most obvious thing, and you just said it. What, something to do with TNA? Naomi, Jordan Grace, the TNA Knockouts Championship at WrestleMania. Nah. That would be Why brilliant. not? It's Why absolute, not? No, honestly. It's the first time brilliant. ever kind of thing, and now that they're both under the Endeavor brand... Absolutely. And, and Jordan Grace has kind that. of already teased this whole thing of saying, yes. um, you know, there's a possibility of more stuff. Absolutely. Like Which is something Absolutely. that we were saying a few weeks back. Um, because think about it. Remember a couple of years ago when Mickey James was in the Royal Rumble and we were like, oh my God, this is awesome. But mm-hmm. you don't think they would ever, you don't think she'd win the Rumble and then end up there. Mm. This is a great way to keep that door that isn't so forbidden open and to do something that's never been done before that has never been done in 40 years of wrestlemania there has not been a champion from another company defend their title at wrestlemania do you know how Um, massive that would be you know what and and you're not wrong in terms of how massive it would be um on paper but the only problem for me is they face each other twice already and jordan grace has won twice so as much as it never happened at wrestlemania Oh, I know like, that. You're, so ta- you're ta- hard to kill. No knock to TNA. Hard yeah, to yeah, kill. Yeah. One of the biggest events for TNA ever. And mm-hmm. it was a, you know, a mat, the, their biggest gate in 10, their biggest gate in 10 years had 2,000 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. L- let's not compare that yeah, to yeah, yeah, WrestleMania night one or night oh, two, right? Yeah, yeah. Jordan Grace just wrestled in front of more people than she's ever wrestled in front of in her life. Yeah. All right. So and she did exceptionally well. So she impressed mm-hmm. the WWE heads. Mm-hmm. Why not bring her back for this? And what a, what a crazy moment it would be, you know, because people everybody would have buy into that. The TNA people would have buy into that. You mm-hmm. know, this is a great way to talk about that history in terms of what happened. You know, how big of a star she was in TNA. This still allows her to be strong and keeps her in a title contention kind of scenario i think this is massively brilliant if they can pull it off and it doesn't seem like it would be as hard since you pull over pulled her in for royal rumble i i I think you know in in terms of everything you say in terms of how big it would be and it being unprecedented and all the rest of it i think i'm about 80 percent of the way there because i'm like yes bring jordan grace in yes let's do this knockouts but then i'm thinking but not naomi why not? Because because I'm I'm then thinking, okay, so who who actually then ends up winning? Does Naomi Jordan then Grace, win? Jordan Grace would have to retain. So that, yeah, that was my point. There's, there's that yeah. there's that situation. There's the situation of how do you build it, especially because on one show yeah. she's called Naomi, on the other one she's called she's Trinity. Trinity. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, how would you go about building it? But you know, in exactly what John was saying, in terms of innovation, in terms of something new, mm. in terms of bringing eyes to the product, it ticks all of these boxes. It's it's best for business for for both of them. It, it keeps Naomi's name up there if that's real, you know, WWE's intention. 
Um, TNA obviously have somebody, their champion on the WrestleMania card. Um, if we now wanted to, you know, away from pushing people into title matches because of the Royal Rumble situation, we could probably push Bianca in there as well if we wanted mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. And it could be a triple threat. I don't know how WWE would feel then about Jordan Grace beating two WWE superstars ultimately. But like, I'm I'm for this idea, to be completely honest. It's, mm. I think it's better than a tag team idea. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it could be better than a poorly done heel turn. Right. I'm yeah, here for a heel turn if they do it right. But yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see a heel turn happening. Um, I can see how it would be better than, um, or definitely more eyes um, than a than the tag team match type of scenario, <laughs> which again is a very easy option, but maybe just a little bit too easy. Um, but it's going to be intriguing to see just what happens for Naomi in the next sixty-five days, even for Bianca, because here's something that I've been thinking the whole time we've been discussing, and I haven't just had not had chance to say. It. What if Bianca's just not at WrestleMania at all? Like oh, that's no, that a, won't happen. I think that's a possibility, though. I think that's a possibility. I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to be that guy. But you know what? I'm loving WWE right now. The yeah, we've is seen this, 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 blah, blah, blah. Pregnancy test. Da, 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 da. Um, is it possible that she might be or very? Who knows? Who knows? And maybe she's just not there at all this year. I'd rather her not be there at all. Listen, and then be kind of just thrown in into something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even if I hear you, I hear you. But even if Bianca is pregnant and she comes out on that 100 foot WrestleMania <laughs> ramp to show her pregnancy test and they blow off Pyro, <laughs> she is yeah, going yeah, to be yeah, at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, one yeah, way or the other. Oh, I'd be happy with that. But I'd actually be happy I think as long as she is obviously able to wrestle, they're going to book her in a match. She is, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. one of, if not one, two, AB, the biggest mainstream star that they have in that women's Yeah, 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 current. of course. No, of Fact. course. She will be there. Of course. Very interesting. Um, on the flip side, too, we've, we've spent almost the whole show talking about the women's Royal Rumble. Um, and I think this is what most, most people actually have done. In, in you know um in reaction to the Royal Rumble in general if the general consensus um for the most part was that the men's Royal Rumble just wasn't as good um in terms of whether it be the you know the action especially towards the end or the surprises the entrance some people have said you know certain um entries were wasted Pat McAfee for example as it was a moment but maybe you could have thrown a wrestler in there um you know with the reaction that trick williams got on friday throw trick williams in just for the reaction just for the pop yeah you know what i mean i totally thought um, he'd be in there yeah you, you've got that put give 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 him and carmelo something to do maybe even add into their little storyline on nxt do they get any trouble's weighing in kind of you know at some point or whatever it is something like that carmelo el eliminated trick and then was like mm-hmm we we missed a lot um there was something that did happen during that match again which kind of felt as though it probably could have been done better but it's a talking point when bobby lashley was in the match um and then karen cross was then um came in as an entrant as well but you know um within within minutes probably even seconds um you know bobby lashley's eliminated aops come come along and attacked bobby and then the street profits come to make the save 
Um, this is something we haven't necessarily talked a lot about yet on here, but what is what do you feel this is is, is happening with this this group moving forward? Because here's a question I, I wanted to ask for probably like the last two weeks. Who wins in this feud with Final Testament and Bobby Lashley and the Prophets? I need they need a name. Goodness me. Um, who who comes out on top? How do they do it? Is it just a straight six six man uh, match? Do we get Bobby and Cross and then the, the Prophets and AOP in separate feud? How do we do this? How do we do this thing? Max, what do you think? I think I think I think the final testament win the feud. I think the final testament need to win the feud. Unfortunately, the likes of Bobby Lashley Street Profits, they're in a place where losses don't really hurt them. They are still who they are. People still love them. Um, Final Testament, especially Carrion Cross, it's almost like Last Chance Saloon came yes. brought back in what 2022. True. Haven't done much of anything since then, apart from getting mm. to high-ish profile feuds or mid-card feuds with high-profile mm -hmm. people like Mysterio mm -hmm. and AJ Styles. You lost all of them. You've now mm -hmm. got your own faction. You need to win this as at least as a starting feud to get in more of some momentum. Um Importantly, I think they are probably dressing this all up and using this as a means to kind of, you know, they need to start building contenders for a potential new world champion. Mm. Um, not to say Karrion Cross is going to become a world champion anytime soon, um, but we know he is highly favoured by Triple H. Triple mm -hmm. H brought him back again and all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, they, they need this more than the other guys do. Um, which is a shame because we, obviously we want to see that faction form and, you know, um, what are they? What's their name and all of that kind of stuff. But the Final Testament, 100% need it more. Um, you know what's interesting? The first time, and I didn't realise it was it was this book, the first time we actually saw Lashley and the Prophets together or it became an actual thing was almost five months ago. Wow. Wow. That's crazy poor. to think. It's been that long. And we that's are not... Poor. That's very poor. We're nowhere closer to... And it's not just the name. It's not just the name. It's just really understanding their direction, what we're doing here. You know what I mean? Um, all that type of thing. And I think for me, given this feud, um, there needs to be a way where both both teams shine. Um, I completely agree. I 100% that Final Testament have to come away on top in some way, shape or form. Um, but for me, I think the best way um, for this to kind of happen and go well for both teams is for it to be, you know, um, the singles guys, Bobby and Cross doing their thing and then the tag teams doing their thing as well. Each pickup wins along the way. Um, but when it comes down to that final match or, you know, the decisive match, whatever it is, final testament, I have to go over. Um, but until then, we need a name. We need some real direction. We need to see this aggression that there was, you know, that Lashley and the Prophets were supposed to have shown. And I understand as well that the crowd haven't exactly, you know, switched on them as I guess they um, WWE probably wanted them to or whatever it is. So we're kind of going back to, you know, maybe being a bit, you know, um, the good guys and stuff. But, yeah, something seriously needs to happen with with, with this group. It's it's crazy to hear when you watch the Love and WWE um, trailer and Montez Ford says, 
you know, I'm trying to find my way in this thing. And I'm like, I feel like he's gone like further back. We need to talk about it one day. hundred percent. We need to talk about it. Like sure. I, I would, I, I won't necessarily buy into that comment. I won't jump at that comment. It is TV mm -hmm. after all. Yeah, of um, but there is definitely an element of he isn't progressing and maybe at a speed we thought once upon a time he would progress at. And mm. yeah, he spent the last year, this year, doing much of nothing. Like you just said, five, six months in this faction that are namely, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. Spent a large part of last year doing the exact same, you know, not much of anything sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, the trajectory is not good. And some could even go as far as saying the likes of Dawkins is slowly closing the gap on him. I, it's still you a know gap, what? I, I, but I, I closing think, it. And like... I, I think it's very. I think it's now very close, and it's more to do with the fact that it doesn't feel as though they've uh, Montez has progressed, whether that be his fault, whether that be booking, combination of a, a number of things. Um, it's clear Angelo Dawkins has um, made made progression in terms of his ability in the ring, the way he showcases himself. Obviously, we've now kind of tried to dress him a little bit better. You can still tell it's Angelo Dawkins, but, you know, we're, we're getting better. He's better than the tracksuit. Yeah, yeah. And, mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the same night tracksuit that uh, Mex has got in his wardrobe. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's nice to see that. But I, I honestly think that when it comes to actually comparing the two of them, whether it be ability, everything kind of, you know, um, full package kind of considered, the gap is almost non almost non-existent almost non-existent it shouldn't be like that but that's just how it is right now um but i don't i i, I just don't know what it means for um for, for this group and i think for me the scary part is is the reason why montes is where he is is more to do with booking than it is his own ability you know what i mean and stuff like that um they just haven't found a good place for him uh and i don't understand why and and what's missing and what it might be. Um, Gerald, what are your thoughts on, on, on this group and where they can be taken? Is there any um, it, it, Excuse me, I'm sorry. I don't normally... Sorry, yeah. That was Destiny's Child. They were asking for the group to say their name. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> apparently, it didn't work. Uh, so if Destiny's Child is calling me after five months, I think that tells us all we need to know uh i'm sorry i normally don't take calls you know when we're doing shows live but they rang in and i could not not answer the call um yeah somebody say their name please like they're just it's, it's it's the five month thing scared me i know people who have been pregnant who know the names of their children month two when the baby is right. incubating, all right? There's no way your baby is born for five months and you still call, come here, baby. <laughs> come on over here, baby. Give these people. Destiny's Cloud has asked for a name. The House of Black has asked for a name. Give these people a name. Perhaps when they get a name, they'll get an identity and they can get some wins. Mm. That's what's got to happen for them. I mean, you cannot take a group seriously. I mean, how are you going to run around three, four people deep and don't nobody know what to call you? Everybody else has got a name in the company. Mm -hmm. Everybody mm -hmm. else. I mean, I, th this is concerning to me. And, you know, 
I do think that it needs to be like you said, where they both get wins and things of that nature. Um, maybe, maybe that's it at the end of this. Mm. Maybe at the end they get Ooh. a name. I don't know, but somebody give him a name, please. Give them please. Something. We we can't go into WrestleMania and you got the final testament running deep, and we're you know poor poor Sam is still saying. Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Uh, they're dressed alike. I mean, yeah, you know, Corey, Corey Graves the other day. Corey Graves caught. He said. He said the other day, um, these are prideful men. He yes. that's what he mm. referred to them on commentary. Like, so he's mm -hmm. like, are you calling them the pride or not? Or has it not been like white picked yeah. off or not? Like, are we still waiting for some type of legislation to go through? Like, what are we waiting on? Like. I don't know. I, I, I just I don't, don't. I just don't get it. I, I just don't get it. I, don't, I, don't, I just I don't, don't get it. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. God, someone help. Um, maybe someone who can help. Um, he was here, there, and everywhere. Um, and he probably is actually not. He's probably the worst person to help. Um, is our truth. Um, so our truth has um found himself literally everywhere on our TV screens um since his return you know obviously he's had this whole thing with being a part of the judgment day um he was in the men's Royal rumble and for some strange reason or well for some ron killings reason um he's ended up in uh or turning up in the women's Royal rumble match as well um of course he was then attacked by um damien priest and the rest of the judgment day yesterday on raw is this the end of um, Truth and the Judgment Day? Are we getting the awesome Truth back and then we're getting a match between those two and the Judgment Day? Are we... I think Awesome Truth are winning the tag team titles at WrestleMania. I'm thinking the same thing, you know. Wow. I'm thinking a very similar thing. I, I But then yeah. I've, I've, I've said along the way, I've always said that Damian Priest needs to, especially if Rollins' injury, he needs to cash in Monday night after Raw. Monday mm. night after Mania, sorry. After Mania. Mm. Yeah. So I don't mind him losing yeah. at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Take the world title the night, the next night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, I think I think with, with him holding the briefcase, he could lose the tag team championships tomorrow and I wouldn't be upset about it. You know, I, I mean, actually he's, thought he's they were going to lose it on Raw. Against, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. DIY. Yeah, right. Yeah. Great match. Yeah. Great match. Great match. Um, so, yeah, it's. I, I think it would be a very good way to go. Um, again, R-Truth just comes in and just finds himself at the top of the um, popularity ladder every single time without fail. Um, so I think for me, it would be a perfect way, um, you know, to kind of reward him um for all of this as well and 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 give him that moment at wrestlemania um get uh, get that tag team title win um i think the miz has been doing you know good work as well the last few months or so um especially when you kind of had that whole thing with gunter as well for the intercontinental championship and he's kind of been consistent with that as well or since then should i say um as well so i think that would be perfect for them two to kind of go over win the tag team championship because the to be honest as well the judgment they need to lose it I, I think it's become a little, they've had great matches, um, but I think it's kind of like overshadowed by everything else going on with the Judgment Day, especially with Rhea, with Priest as, you know, um, Mr. Money in the Bank and stuff. So, yeah, it's about time they kind of 
let these tag team these tag team championships go um and 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 fly away with with other people and get everyone else then involved again because it's, it's almost feeling like a roman reigns title right where you don't know who could yeah because you don't know who's actually going to beat them it's that kind of scenario for me it kind of just feels as though like all right they're beating everyone now let's hurry up and get it off them so we don't get into this space where we're like yeah, no one's gonna be. Yeah, I, I just I think there's a couple of things that they need to do. Maybe starting with separating those titles, don't need this or unifying champion, mm-hmm. or, or if they're just gonna have one belt, then whatever. Yeah. But they, they should then yeah be moving. They don't go to SmackDown as often as a tag team to mm-hmm. defend that that title. Um, so yeah, that could be a thing. They could use it as a way to right take the titles off these guys, um, in terms of. Damien and Finn. Mm-hmm. And then if Damien does go on to become world heavyweight title champion, um, Finn somewhere down the line maybe picks up the IC belt, maybe. And then you can put the tag mm-hmm. belts on Dave, um, Dominic and um, JD, JD McDonough, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have everything, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they. I think this is just a holding pattern. Like the, the faction deserves this. We just can't have um, Rhea running around as the world champion for the right. women and then the and are like clowns basically with nothing. Sort you know of what? But I think that would be an amazing um, dynamic though, you know. I think, be. no, it would it would be. But right now they're, they're playing out pretty much the same dynamic as yeah. what that could potentially be with, you know, the, the power between Priest and Rhea. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't think much would change, but. Yeah, uh, me. My main thing is making sure Damien Priest cashes in that money in the bank. For we sure. need to protect sure. the integrity sure. of the money mm-hmm. in the bank briefcase and the match. Definitely. So he needs Definitely. to become champion. And if they fail on that, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, our final thing. We've got a few, a few more minutes to go and stuff. Our final thing. <laughs> Speaking of tag teams, we've mentioned them already as well um, earlier today. Is um, Trick and Mello um, are in their sem- uh Dusty Cup semi-final match tonight on NXT. Um, if they win, they go on to face Bron Breaker and Baron Corbin in the final of the Dusty Cup. And potentially means for Trick Williams, he'll be competing twice in one night at Vengeance Day, uh, which is this Saturday. Um, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. This Sunday. Um, he'll be facing... So if he ends up in the Dusty Cup final, there'll be that one. And then, of course, um, the... The match that he's been waiting for for about two months now um, is him versus Ilya Dragunov for the NXT Championship. Gerard, um, how possible is it that we see Trick competing twice in one night? And if he does, what's the outcome? Uh, I think it is exceptionally possible that he will compete twice um his popularity says so the story says so him trying to prove himself says so they're going to win that match against the lwo tonight one way or the other um now what happens in that final uh i think here's the thing i don't think trick wins twice he competes twice i don't think he wins twice um it could very well be a scenario. See, and and here's what's tough. Now that you have Carmelo so prominently featured on SmackDown and Braun, you know, talking about the main roster is his home now. 
Uh, neither, both of them are wor working seemingly on borrowed time in NXT. Mm. So the question now would be, okay, which team wins um, and then can get a shot at the tag titles? On one hand, you would think that Carmelo Hayes would want him and Trick to win this so that they can get a shot at the tag title so that in terms of story, Trick is kept on Carmelo's level that Trick doesn't surpass Carmelo. I wonder if they're going to work in what happened Friday night where Trick was cheered louder than Carmelo, you know, um, and that kind of plays some games with, with uh, Carmelo. And because here's the thing, I think Trick and Carmelo will win the Dusty Cup. At one time, I thought they would lose. I think they're going to mm. win. Mm. But I think Carmelo's jealousy is going to keep him from allowing Trick to win the title. I think he'll cost Trick the title, and he may, even in costing Trick the title, be willing to forfeit the title shot from the Dusty Cup and use it all as a ploy to keep Trick at his level or below. I think I'm absolutely there with you in in every single way. Um, Max, what are your thoughts with 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 this group? Do you and and do you think that um, Trick coming in to help um, to to save Carmelo on Friday plays any kind of part? Because if we're expecting to see Carmelo on 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 SmackDown more often and moving forward, and now that we've actually seen Trick with Carmelo on SmackDown, are they together on SmackDown? Or is it just, or is that possibly a one-time thing? Trick stays on NXT, Carmelo comes up, does his thing. Yeah, I think it's more of a one-time thing. He was just trying to, you know, pull Carmelo away. Like, we've got this big match coming up. Mm. And I, that's the exact same capacity that I thought we would see him in the Royal Rumble. Carmelo enters mm. the Rumble. And maybe not Trick's entering it to win it, but he's just maybe jumps over the crowd or comes running out the entranceway mm. like what are you doing we've got this big match on on tuesday whatever the case is mm. um and you just see a bit of the, the tussle there i think the the full-on turn is happening at vengeance day totally um i don't it's know if it's going shot. to be yeah it's the i don't know whether shot. it's good you think it's gonna go home okay yeah it might mm. be right at the end of the show mm -hmm. um i didn't know whether maybe they will do it you know kind of roderick strong pete dunn style within the the match mm. the actual mm. tag team match um yeah I, I maybe they win it they win the the trophy but i don't know what it is what is going to be the you know the final nail in the coffin but the trick isn't trick isn't gonna beat Ilya and yeah to maybe protect trick it'll be at the hands of um carmelo hayes or something like that i wonder as you were talking i wonder if during the trick Ilya match because this this is kind of I wonder if two things happen one Carmelo comes out he's told not to come out he comes out because he just wants to support and all things seem to be going well and then randomly NXT anonymous gets a hold of the big screen <laughs> and find and finally finds the footage of what actually happened that night during the match during the match or even after the match right because i i it, i i see that being the thing that costs trick the title 
because he's distracted by that. Mm. And then afterwards, Trick has got questions. Carmelo's trying to explain himself. And then this ends up being that go home from, you know, that NXT takeover where DIY completely, you know, imploded. Mm. And it's something, I mean, because it's going to be extreme. I just need the people to prepare their hearts. It's going to be extreme. Trick might be bloodied up before it's over. It's going to be so extreme that nobody's going to have any questions anymore. And Carmelo is, is going to solidify himself as the most hated guy in NXT after this Sunday night. You reckon? Okay, having said all of that, I forgot I wanted to mention this point last week following watching NXT. Something came into my head like, could this be Ilya? As in, Ilya done this all along. There was, there was, I can't remember what the interaction now, it's a week later. There was an interaction oh, where, where they I were trying, remember. like, they, they put it on Ilya. And I think, yeah, Ilya was, he, he shuffled like he hasn't shuffled before. Like, they were like, why would it be me? Or, like, mm-hmm. there was something that made me just think, and obviously that could be a red herring, mm. but like, there was something that made me think that why must we always break up these friendships? Like, yes, it can look very bad for Carmelo right now, but maybe Carmelo has just been, genuine and backing his friend all this time and i don't know i just thought maybe they are just setting us all up thinking it's carmelo but really it is Ilya. and in the world title match we could see something dastardly from him and even like you're saying gerard the nxt anonymous can play out on the screen and it's like Mm -hmm. see like it's him all along and maybe Mm. maybe carmelo telling trick that distracts him for the finish Mm. like I, mm. I just didn't. I mean, Carmelo is obviously still very much a prime candidate. Like, yeah, but, of course, but... I, I just don't think after last week, particularly, we can completely rule out Ilya Dragunov. Mm. Wow. That wow. that would actually that would actually be very very clever. That'd be bonkers. That would be that very would be clever. Bonkers. But at the same time, we've seen it so many times at NXT, and we've done it so brilliantly and so perfectly. Where you know, I I, I just feel like it's basically the the Shawn Michaels formula um, no, to where, is. you know, friend, a friend turns on the other. They've done it so many times, as you said, <laughs> Roderick Strong, Pete Dunn. Um, we saw it with um, JC Jane and mm-hmm. um, Gigi Dolan. Um, you know, we mentioned um, Garg- the most right. famous one, Gargano and, yeah, and Champa. Mm-hmm. Um, Undisputed Era. Yeah. Deco- Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox, that one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, um, Roxanne so and Cora. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Roxanne and Cora. All yeah. sorts. Every yeah. you know, we've seen it so many times, and it's done. It's been done so so well as well every time. Um, for me, I'm really hoping to see that um, kind of out, you know, outcome um, between those two more than anything. But the only the only thing for me that makes this whole thing a little bit difficult is this whole thing with Carmelo on SmackDown as well, because he's going in. He's, he's clearly on SmackDown as as a face, um, saving Kevin Owens up against, you know, uh, Fury and Waller. Um, does he kind of blur the lines? Are we doing this thing where, you know, um, you, you can be one thing on NXT, but something else on the main roster, or do we actually marry them together? Like, what is actually and, happening? And that was the other reason that I thought it could be Ilya, because right, like we've seen right, earlier right, in the right, show. Right, the, it would make the, it more, the, make more sense. The chemistry between the NXT and moving to the main roster has been so good so far. Mm-hmm. 
that we're not doing, yeah, he's a heel over here and a face mm-hmm. over here. Mm. Like, he is who he is now. Mm. So, I, I, I just think we cannot rule out Ilya Dragunov. Wow. Let's see how he behaves tonight on NXT. Very interesting. But, yeah. Wow. Wow. Very interesting. That that would that would make it very, very... With, with that said, then, with that said, what's the outcome of the championship match? If Ilya. Ilya. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. He retains, and then we find out that it was him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right, I'm mm-hmm. watching NXT tonight, guys. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh absolutely. lord, oh my gosh, yeah, man, definitely something to 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 think about, you know. And and I think about a week or two ago, probably maybe about two weeks ago, we were in this mindset that this whole thing kind of feels as though it's taking a little bit too long. Now with these scenarios here, it's kind of brought it back to somewhere where I'm like fully excited again to see what mm-hmm. the outcome is. Um, but it does need to have the, you know, the outcome or, or um, the end game at Vengeance Day. I think that has to happen um, mm-hmm. or at least some kind of answer. If it is Carmelo, um, you know, and it was Carmelo that attacked Trick, then we have to have Carmelo and Trick at whatever the next NXT PLE is. Um, if it is Dragunov and Trick, that could be the end of it. Vengeance Day could possibly be the end of it. Maybe Trick comes back for him at, at some point as well. But yeah, there definitely needs to be some kind of big answer at Vengeance Day or come Vengeance Day. Yeah, they can. They, I mean, if it's is Carmelo, like you're saying, you could just do like you know the stand and deliver match on mm-hmm. WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. Trick gets the big win, sends Carmelo mm-hmm. on his way to main roster. Mm-hmm. If it is Dragonov, you basically do the rematch, I think, at stand and yeah. deliver. Yeah, yeah. Trick yeah. wins. Trick yeah. wins there. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I, I think they probably have an eye on Dragonov moving him up because obviously they've got the Berlin show coming up as well later mm-hmm. on in the year. True. So right. he might he might still hang around at NXT, but probably not for too long either maybe interesting interesting there's something else i wanted to talk about but the time's gone um you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned berlin so i was thinking gunther and obviously him versus kofi kingston um but it's mm, something mm. you mentioned last week so i didn't you know this whole biggie comes out to save and eventually mm, yeah, yeah I, it's, I building, it's building it's building it's building we didn't even get biggie in a rumble but i think we're still yeah. building like you're saying i think it's still something there so yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think there's definitely still something there and there's 65 days until wrestlemania so mm-hmm. you know it's doable we got it's time. doable we have got time but unfortunately we don't have any more time as this is <laughs> the end of the show you have been watching wrestle extra on the wrestlemania uk youtube channel don't forget to like and subscribe and click that notification bell and you will see us every single week. And also, when you see this guy, Mex, um, post all his reactions to WWE, AEW, everything else in between. You can also see Mex on the Restings YouTube channel as well. Um, go back and watch that room watch along because the reactions and the shenanigans is crazy. Um, you can find... All of that um, and more from the Restings guys on the Restings YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, and click the notification bell. You can find Mex himself on WrestleManiac UK on Instagram and WrestleManiac.uk. Oh, it's the way around. It's WrestleManiac UK on X, WrestleManiac.uk on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) You can find this. Thank you. You can find this guy, Gerard Bonner, 
on all things Bonafide. You can also find him on his own show, The Factory Show. Find him on WWC Live, The Nightmare Factory, IEW, Shay, All Caribbean Wrestling, Southern Honor Wrestling, everything else in between because this guy is everywhere. That you and anything that's wrestling, he's there. Literally, <laughs> literally, he's there. He's there. He's the God. Um, yeah. <laughs> the omnipresent guy that is Gerard Bonner. You can find me, A Dazzle, on Black Rush Alliance on Instagram and BWA Dazzle on X. Guys, we will see you again 6 p.m. BST or 6 p.m. UK time and whatever time it is in the U in whatever part of the US you're in because I'm not trying to work it out. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Guys, thank you for joining us if you have and we'll see you again next time.